the $100 MBA Show, your business podcast that serves you more in 10 minutes than most do in an hour every single day with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of The $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online over at 100mba.net. And today's lesson is a guest teacher lesson. Today we have Brianna Borton. And Brianna will be teaching you how to set and get goals with soul. We're approaching the end of the year, which means many of us will be setting our goals for next year. But how do you set them? How do we get them? And how do we make sure that they're aligned with our values? That's what Brianna is going to teach you in today's lesson. So let's get down to business. Today's episode of The $100 MBA Show is sponsored by SumoMe. Build your email list with ease by installing Suomi on your website. Suomi is a suite of apps that allows you to collect email addresses from your visitors with class. Just set it up once and you're all set. Get Suomi for free by visiting 100mba.net slash Suomi. Again, that's 100mba.net slash Suomi. Brianna Born is the founder of BrianaBorton.com, and her aim is to help you get everything you're looking for out of life. How to discover what you're actually chasing, how to set the right goals and make sure that they're aligned with your values, and enjoying the process. She has a more of a holistic point of view when it comes to setting goals, as she'll lay out in today's lesson. You may want to jot down some notes while you listen to this lesson and as you're planning for your next year's goals. I'm going to let Brianna take over and teach you the lesson, but I'll be back to wrap up today's episode. Take it away, Brianna. Hey there, I'm Brianna Borton. Thank you for joining me. Today, I'm going to be teaching you how to set and get goals with soul. So let's get down to business. I'm sure many of you have goals, perhaps even goals that you're super excited about. But how many of you have a legit plan for achieving those goals? And when was the last time you checked in deeply with yourself to see if those goals aligned with your deepest desires in life? We often create goals that are based on what our mother wanted or what our father wanted or what we thought society expected from us or old versions of ourselves that no longer exist. So the first step in our work together is to dive deep and see if your goals are aligned before we start rocking them out. We don't have time in this short session to do all the soul work necessary to make sure we're aligned with our goals, but we do have time to ask a few essential questions that will get you well on your way. So think of a main goal that you currently have. Got it? Okay, great. So now we're going to ask a few questions. The first question is, if I didn't accomplish this goal by the end of my life, how would I feel? And the second question is, if money were no concern, would this still be my goal? And the third question is, do I feel like this goal represents my life purpose and my core values? And the fourth question is, if I wasn't worried about what anyone would think, is this still what I would aim for? By answering these questions, you'll get a very good sense of whether or not your goal is aligned for you. If it's not, then there's a lot of other soul searching ahead for you to find out goals that will really connect to your soul. In which case, I highly recommend checking out the connection section of our dream book, where we go really deep into finding out what would really nourish your soul and ignite your passion. If you answered these questions and your goal is totally aligned, then great. 
we can get into breaking it down and making it happen. In our book, The Well Life, we introduce three vital elements for building a rich and balanced life. We call these elements structure, sweetness, and space. When it comes to goal setting, the main element that comes up is structure, the structure that's going to take you from point A to point B. Some people need more structure because their plan tends to be nebulous, unsupported ideas that live entirely in their minds. Reaching a challenging goal through such a plan would be like walking over a canyon on a clothesline. Others have tons of structure, a job, a web business, affiliate sales, a lemonade stand, but perhaps at the expense of freedom or enjoyment. This kind of structure might be more like a large concrete pipe over the canyon. Pretty sturdy, and it gets you to your destination, but it's not exactly a pleasant path to walk. The optimal structure is one that gets you to your goal in a way that supports you and your overall wellness. It's not too rigid, and it doesn't block out the scenery. Like a sexy work of architecture, it feels organic and intelligent, and it doesn't just get you to point B. It does so in a way that's beautiful and fun and encourages you to grow. It's a structure that integrates your gifts and is in sync with your values. This is where sweetness and space come in. Sweetness is our term for everything that nourishes your body, mind, or soul. Play, self-care, connecting with friends and family, creative expression, and so on. Rather than seeing sweetness as a reward for a miserable day's work, we believe it should be integrated into your plans and goals. That way, whether you achieve your goal or not, you've already improved the quality of your life. So before you move forward in your goal, you want to ask yourself, what would make your life thoroughly sweet as you do it? When you have some answers, make sure your goals are aligned with these qualities. See if you can find ways to build the sweetness into your structure. Forge a path that involves elements such as sharing your gifts, working with people who are fun and inspiring, appreciating beauty, and enriching yourself. If it seems there's no room in your schedule for the sweetness, here are two strategies to explore. First, sweetness isn't always a standalone activity. An important approach to having a sweeter life is learning to discover the sweetness in whatever you do. I promise it's there. Second, try to consciously access space. Even when your calendar is chock full, space is still available. Like sweetness, you can schedule space for the sake of space, meditation, being in nature, time apart from electronics, and you can also learn to tune in to the bigger, spacious you in the midst of other activity. Take a full, deep breath, feeling expand the whole way down into your pelvis, and feel space opening up right now. The more you deliberately broaden your awareness and slow down to access space, the more clear you'll be on the fact that you aren't your mind, and the better you'll understand how to get your life stuff done with less investment of your personal energy. Space helps us understand ourselves so that we can heal and grow, and is the antidote to overwhelm. 
Now for some practical ways to refine your structure. When you've chosen a goal, which I'm pretty sure most of you already have, start by making a list of all the projects that are necessary for accomplishing this goal. There may be some guesswork here. If your goal is to buy a house, these projects might include finding a real estate agent, organizing your finances, choosing a mortgage broker, etc. After you've defined all of the projects, break each project down into a list of all the tasks that are involved. Each task should be immediately actionable, meaning when you see it in your calendar, there shouldn't be any additional mental processing necessary in order for you to know how to act on it. Then you can schedule all tasks in your calendar, giving each one a start time and an end time so that they don't sprawl on continuously. It's important to set aside time before each work week during which you access your list of tasks plus all the sweetness and space activities you want to incorporate in the week and get them into your calendar. Do this in a time and setting when you're fresh and clear headed by scheduling only actionable tasks in your calendar. You'll be way more efficient during the week because you'll be able to flow from one task to the next without getting slowed down by analysis. We go into greater detail on this method in the well life, but this framework should be enough to get you started. Last but not least, keep your agreements. Everything you put in your calendar is an agreement with yourself and maybe with someone else too. It's easy to let yourself off the hook when you decide you'd rather not meditate or clean your car or do that Excel spreadsheet. But when you regularly break agreements with yourself, this begins to undermine your self-trust. When you consider taking on a big goal, say making a like $10 million business, your mind is faced with all of the years of evidence that says you're unlikely to see it through. Further, these broken agreements are like repeatedly telling yourself that you don't matter, that you don't respect yourself enough to keep your agreements with yourself. We explain how to repair this in our book, The Well Life, but for now, here's the crux of it. Treat agreements with yourself with as much respect as an agreement with somebody you care deeply about. Don't you deserve that? This means not just keeping your agreements you make, but cleaning up your agreements that you break with yourself and not making agreements you think you won't be able to keep. When you build integrity in this way, you start to generate momentum. In effect, everything you say is going to happen happens. Your word becomes a powerful tool for creation and achieving goals is just a matter of following the course you've charted. To recap the essence of this lesson is to make sure that you set and get your goals first by making sure that your goal is aligned with your life purpose and your core values. Then make sure you use structure, sweetness, and space as the framework for achieving your goals. And then remember that your agreements with others and yourself are so important because it is what creates your trust with yourself. I believe everyone has gifts and a purpose that demands to be shared with the world. I'd love to hear about yours and your process of bringing them to the forefront of your life. Thank you so much for being here. Again, this is Brianna Borton. If you want to learn more about setting and achieving goals that are heart-centered and meaningful to you, you can visit thewelllifebook.com and download a free chapter from our book, The Well Life. Thank you again for joining me today. Back to Omar. 
Today's episode of The $100 MBA Show is sponsored by SumoMe. Build your email list quickly with SumoMe's suite of apps that you install right on your website. SumoMe powers over half a million websites with their great apps. And it's for good reason. They're good looking, they're easy to use, and they integrate with all your email marketing tools. We've been using Sumi for the past two years and absolutely love it. Get Sumi for free over at 100mba.net slash sumome. Again, that's 100mba.net slash sumome. Thank you, Brianna, for that meaningful and important lesson on setting and getting your goals. Goal setting is so important in my books and also knowing what your values are, what you actually value and why you're actually attaining this goal. If you don't know what your values are, then you don't know which goals you should set. Now, just a word of advice All your goals may not be fulfilled. You may not accomplish them all. But if you never set any goals, then you'll probably not accomplish anything. At least if you set five or six goals and you accomplish, you know, four of them, you can pass on those unfinished goals to the next year. Or maybe you can evaluate and say, maybe you didn't accomplish them for a reason. Maybe you don't really want those things anymore or want to accomplish those tasks. If you have not yet, please, I encourage you to set some time aside to set goals before the end of the year for 2017. Ask yourself, what are your values? What do you want to accomplish? And then break it down per quarter, per three months. It's a lot easier to plan for three months than it is for the full year. But if you break it up into four three-month chunks, it makes it attainable, makes it easy. And of course, this can be business goals, personal goals, whether it's finances or relationships. It's your chance. It's your time to write down what you're trying to accomplish. How do you want to improve in what areas in your life and in your business? But you got to take the time. So promise me you will before the end of this year. All right, that wraps up today's lesson. Thanks again, Brianna. Please check out her work over at briannaborton.com. That's Brianna, B-O-R-T-E-N. That's it for me today, guys. But before I go, I want to leave you with this. A goal is not a dream. The difference between a goal and a dream is that with goals, you have a strategy. You have an execution plan. You have a step-by-step plan. You reverse engineer a goal so you know exactly what you do in order to get it. So if you want to increase sales by 200%, ask yourself the right questions. What do you need to do to do that? How are you going to do that? How many more sales do you need per month, per week, in order to hit that goal at the end of the year? Get specific. Hold yourself accountable, and you'll feel better. You'll feel like, hey, I can do this. But you got to have a plan in place. You have to have the steps in place. So flesh it out as much as possible. All right, I'll check you in tomorrow's episode. I'll see you then. Take care.